Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Mitchell Hour Podcast. Today, we have another installment of Random Thoughts Part 8. Man, it's been a lot going on. Uh, man, like I had to go past and just really uh, see which stories I wanted to talk about. This first one that I'm going to discuss is a very, very um, touchy subject, but I'm going to talk about it because I think it's getting a little ridiculous. Um, man, the, the whole transgender versus real women or cis women is, is getting a little ridiculous, but, um, but I'm going to play this video for you guys. This is what I mean when the transphobia just comes out, the audacity and just the 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 arrogance for cis women to believe that they own periods, that they own womanhood. You don't. Okay, you don't own periods, you don't own womanhood. You experience both, and both are different for every person, but as a cis woman, it doesn't belong to you. All right. Now, I'm a person that believes that you can be whatever you want to be. It might not be true, but you can believe that you can be whatever you want to be. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. If you are a man and you want to say that you're a woman or vice versa, if you're black and want to say that you're white, or vi it doesn't matter to me. But the video that I just played um, it's been kind of hot on social media lately. Um, you had a transgender woman going back and forth with Jess Hilarious and um, Corey Holcomb jumped in on the, the conversation. Um, but all I'm going to say is th this argument right here doesn't make any sense. Um. It just doesn't. A man can't have a period. And just because you think something in your mind doesn't really make it true. Um, so this is an argument or a conversation, uh, the beef back and forth with women versus trans doesn't make any sense to me because... The man, a man says that women are not the gatekeepers of periods and childbirth and all this other stuff that doesn't make any sense. So I, I, I really feel that that transgender woman just wanted to go viral because that point that he or she wanted to make didn't make any sense. But, um, Moving on to a whole bunch of men acting like bitches, um, we have Little Boozy versus Kodak Black. Now, Boozy has always been the type of individual that is very outspoken about everybody else's business. But um, recently, if you're not aware... Um, Takashi 69 paid Kodak Black a million dollars to get on a track with him. And Boosie was very 
upset with that uh, choice for Kodak Black. You gonna make millions any kind of way, nigga. You famous, nigga. Niggas don't have no morals, you know. If money make you sell your soul like that. Biggest rat in the world, bro. Like, million dollars, two, three million, four million, it don't matter. You do that, you'll take a dick for 30 million. You'll put a dick in your mouth. Now, I'm not going to play the rest of that video. But there's a couple things that I want to point out. Little Boozy would go at the, the Old Town Road uh, dude that is gay. He came out and, and Little Boozy act like, you know, dude was trying to sleep with him or something. Right? But, okay. I might catch a lot of flack for saying this, but I, I think Boozy might be struggling with his sexuality. Because the dude, the, the young man that, that sung uh, Old Town Road came out as gay and Boozy just went off. The whole time, he had a gay daughter, but he's talking about everybody else. Dwayne Wade's child decided it wanted to uh, change the gender, and he was very outspoken on that. His son, he let his son be fondled by a grown woman because he doesn't want his son to be gay. Meanwhile, he has a daughter, Poison Ivy, that is gay. Now, you guys are like, well, what does it have to do with anything? Now, Kodak Black did a song and he got paid. It was reported that it was a million, but... WAC 100 put out some information that it was a total of $3 million that he got to be on the track with 6ix9ine, and he actually took shots at 6ix9ine while on the track with him. Now, if somebody pays you $3 million for a feature and you talk shit about that person on their own song and you got paid $3 million to do it, that's a win in my book. But how did Boozy go from... You a real nigga, you are famous, you can get money any type of way, to talking about Coda back taking dick. That is just very strange. I don't know why uh, uh, homosexuality is, a, is something that he jumps on when he has a whole daughter that thinks that she's a man that sleeps with women. But he started talking about snitching and somehow retorted to Kodak Black taking dick. That's a little weird. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is Carly Russell. Man, uh, mental health is, is real. Um, and I know a lot of people thinks that she should go to prison and she made black people look bad and, and all this, these different things. And black women won't be believed because of her and all this all this other stuff. And it's just like, how is one person a representative of all black women? Like, so I think that point that, oh, she lied. Now nobody's ever going to believe black women is a bunch of bullshit, honestly. And yes, she lied. Should she be punished for that lie? Yeah, a little slap on the wrist, a little misdemeanor. And, you know, it's, she made her life hard already. She's she stole from a job, got fired. She this was a national thing. 
she's not going to be able to find a another job. Uh, this is lifelong embarrassment for her. So, I mean, I think this is enough. Should I do? I think she should be sentenced to community service. Yes, I do. But my thing is, it's obvious that the young lady suffers from mental health. And yes, one thing that people have to realize, just because a person went through like a lot of planning and all this other stuff, doesn't necessarily mean that they're in their right mind. Supposedly, this came from um, her boyfriend uh, cheated on her and she sent like these long messages to the girl he cheated with and sent some messages to him. That is a mental health thing. And I'm not excusing her at all, but it's just like, it's a mental health thing. And whether we want to admit it or not, and we are so worried about how black women are going to be perceived and we're not going to be believed now that this African-American woman lied. But then at the same time, we're online attacking her. Simple and plain, she needs help. In other news, we have the young lady who decided she was going to act like she won the billion dollar lottery. Um, mental health is a real thing, man. And and social media doesn't really help. I'm going to play this video for you guys. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Is this the winner of the billion dollar Powerball jackpot? Well, she says she is. Hello and welcome to KCAL News at Noon and streaming on CBS News Los Angeles. I'm Amy Johnson. Now that single winning ticket was sold at a small downtown L.A. mini mart. KCAL News reporter Jasmine Veal is there with all the excitement. And Jasmine, I hope that lady has some security around her. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Now, the lady came out, pretty much admitted she lied. I just want to know why. Is attention that serious? Attention. That's what all these stories that I'm talking about on this installment of Random Thoughts is about. A man that wants to be a woman comes on and says, cis women are not the gatekeepers of periods. Now, I know a lot of women that hate when they have periods. So I don't understand why a man would want to have a period when women don't even like having periods. Boozy gets on there and wants attention. All these so-called street niggas get on the internet and say, oh, I'm not an internet nigga, I'm a real street nigga. But they getting on there for the attention that they get. Carly Russell, she wanted the attention from her boyfriend. She wanted attention from whoever. She got the attention that she wanted. But it had negative effects. The woman we're talking about right now, she faked winning the billion dollar jackpot for attention. All over the, the news and down on her knees, praising God. And that's another thing. People going to get enough playing with God. You saying thank you, Jesus. And oh, God, thank you, God. Well, you knew you was lying from the beginning. 
attention. Now, this next story I'm going to talk about, I feel for the dude a little bit. Why would you get online and cry about you not being able to find a date? Yes, dating scene is and you don't know who you're actually dating because you could date and everything is so great. But then you turned around and turned around and the person can be another person. That's that's true. That's true. I agree. But to get online and almost cry about not being able to find a date is crazy. But I'm going ahead and play this video and I will come back with the rest of my commentary. Hate to show up, and apparently I got stood up. I don't know what to say. Like I'm trying to do everything right to be a gentleman. I brought flowers. I've been consistent talking with this girl for two weeks, trying to get to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. I made plans. I picked the restaurant, the day and the time. You know, I've done everything to be just the kind of guy that would value somebody's time. Like I just, I'm just looking for my person. I'm just looking for the one that I guess is out there for me. I mean, I want to be somebody's husband someday, father. I'm trying to do everything. Ladies and gentlemen, um, there you have it. It was a, a young man that opens up about the struggles of dating in L.A. after he got stood up on a date. He planned it all and came through with flowers, but she never showed up leaving him to eat alone. Now he's making an emotional plea to figure out where he went wrong. Now, I'm not an expert at dating. I'm not an expert at relationships, but I have been in a relationship with the same woman for going on 19 years and married to this woman for going on 14. Now, the problem that I think, if you're willing to do an emotional plea online where millions of people have now viewed this video. If you're willing to do that, then he probably didn't. He was so desperate to date, desperate to, to find someone that he probably was ignoring the red flags that she was putting up. And she probably saw the red flags that he was putting up. What I mean is she probably used him a couple times for his finances um, and probably just used them to go and grab some food every once in a while. And she realized that I could use him. I can take advantage of him. And this is what it's going to be. I'm hungry. She probably called him a couple of times and had her girls with him. Now, this is pure speculation, but I'm just seeing the video and seeing how desperate he was to find a companion that a woman, especially a woman in LA could, could understand that he was desperate and she probably took advantage of him. And it's going to be very difficult for him to find somebody now because he was pretty much online crying and <sighs> attention. I think he made that video for attention because it's a lot of men and women that are out here struggling to find somebody dating and they don't hop online, especially in L.A. and, and go viral because they can't find something. But it's just like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Half of the people are going to clown him and some people 
are going to be like, oh, is somebody out there for you, blah, blah, blah. And he, he wanted attention. Let's be honest. Now, moving on to the next topic, we have Mitch McConnell. Now, everybody knows who Mitch McConnell is, and uh, he was an avid Trump supporter, but he's going through a health crisis. But I'm going to play this video, and um, I'm going to come back. Week. It's been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of Now, as you can see from the title that um, somebody put, white supremacy, it's on its last leg. A lot of the conservative outlets that I follow, because, you know, I try to, you know, be fair and balanced and, and look at both sides so I can understand and, you know. But should we feel bad for a person like Mitch McConnell? Because that was clearly a medical emergency that he was going through you're talking you stand there that that could have been a stroke or anything you know what i'm saying it could have he could have forgot what he was talking he could be in the first signs of uh stages of dementia we don't know he still has a family and just because a person does wrong don't mean that we have to wish or not feel any type of human emotion and sadness or, you know, sympathy for a person that went through that. But a lot of people are saying, uh, next, who cares, whatever. And that's, that's a little crazy. But, um, the next and final story, I, I use this, this story, um, last because I think it fits in with the main topic of this podcast, random thoughts, part eight attention. A Japanese man spent $20,000 to transform himself into a border collie. Yes, you heard that right. He actually paid to become a dog. The man achieved this extraordinary feat by purchasing a hyper-realistic dog costume created by a Japanese company called Zepit. After spending 40 days crafting his intricate design, he finally had the opportunity to step out as a dog and take his first ever walk in public. I'm going to play this video and come back with my thoughts. Hello. 
What the hell was that? What the entire hell was that? And now the other dog wasn't fooled. That dog looked and said, that's a whole ass man in a costume. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even have anything to say other than people are going to extraordinary realms to get attention. He got his name out there just all over the place that he wanted to be a dog. So if he don't like the dog, he just going to go back to being a human. And then, I mean, he must got money because I don't really know anybody that got $20,000 just to be like, hey, I want to turn myself into a dog. So, I mean, I guess he got a, a, a backup plan to where if he just tired of pissing and shitting on himself, that he can just go go ahead and be, okay, I want to be whatever and go back to his office job. I, I don't know. People want attention for that quick minute, but then don't really think about the consequences of you wanting that attention and the things that you have done in the public eye and you're going to turn around and go back to your regular life. It's not going to happen because like I said a couple stories ago, that stench is going to be on you. That stench is going to be there. You think Carly Russell is going to walk into she's educated. You think she's going to walk into a job uh, into an interview and they're not going to remember her being the woman that research taken and abductions and, and lie 600 yards saying that it was a child on the side of the road. You think this trans dude is, is going to walk around and women are not going to go up to him and cuss him out because he didn't said that, oh, I'm a man, but I can have a period. You think Boozy don't get comments on his pages and him talking about homosexuals and all this other stuff? He talking about everybody else's life while his own life is in turmoil. He got uh, his child cussing him out, calling him all types of bitches. You know what I'm saying? Look at Mitch McConnell. Now he going through a medical emergency and people don't even care about that because of the disparaging things that he said about other people. I guess the point of this whole podcast is to show that attention can has its, can have its consequences. Even if you do something that doesn't affect another person, it can come back and haunt you and come back and really cause some damage and have people looking at you sideways. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Mitchell Lauer podcast. Until next time, I'm out. Thank you for tuning in. Comment and subscribe. And until then, 